It's not. It's not. It's Monday, November 27th. This is the day I was supposed to be born. That was a month premature. That explains a lot. Actually. So this is my real birthday. That was, mm-hmm. I'm not going to celebrate it. You don't have to. That's like kids who have leap year birthdays, and they're like, well, I really didn't. Oh, like, that's no. mean. You get a birthday once every six years. <laughs> it's four. It's five. <laughs> <laughs> don't overstay your birthday welcome. No, gingers get one every six years. seen one yeah see that's another thing that squirrels made up mm. yeah gingers yeah the squirrels made up gingers oh yeah huh mm-hmm. and that's what this is all about we're here to learn things yeah it's yeah. basically what this podcast is just chatting about shit mm-hmm. learning uh especially things pertaining to differences in topics mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, just little little differences. Uh, it can it can be uh, kind of smaller, uh, lighthearted topics, and it could be topics that are a little bit more real. Um, it just kind of really depends on what we're what we're feeling for the week. But we're gonna bring uh, three topics, each one of us, uh, and we're gonna figure out uh, what's the difference. What is the difference? I don't know. Oh well, yeah. you're in luck. We'll figure it out. We're, we're gonna, gonna figure find it out. out together. Yeah. You, me, Capri, and everyone at home. Yeah, so I'm I'm Josh. Uh, I am one of the boys. I'm Keenan. I'm also a boy. I am also one of the boys. My name is Cully. Yeah. And I like to party. So. Well, you, yeah, but only I party. Mm. But I so, like to party. Yeah. Well, well you, know, that's, you don't party. No. Wait. No, no, I party for sure, though. No. You guys just see me party. In reality, yeah. I mean, yeah, you do. I party. <laughs> so. All righty. Well, we've got some topics today. Uh, Josh, you want to start us off? See yeah. what we're talking about? <clears throat> so I, I can start us off. Uh, the topic that I am bringing to the table today, trying to figure out what's the difference, is tennis versus pickleball. Mm. It's like you're bringing that topic to the court. Yes. Ooh. But the courts are slightly different. They're in our mind. I'm going to court you if you don't stop talking so smooth. Okay. So. I'll be careful. As some of you may know, tennis is actually a little bit old. Uh, You know, it was mentioned as far back as the Middle Ages. Uh, It was changed to be called real tennis. Is the tennis that we probably know and love. Uh, And it evolved over three centuries. 300 Uh, years. 300 years uh it started with a uh, bare hand and a ball and then it turned to a glove uh and finally uh with the rackets that we know hmm. when did it when did it go to a glove was that like a baseball thing for a while i don't really know it's it is kind of odd that they were like you know let's let's get this glove let's hit this ball over this net and then they're like hold on why don't we just why don't we just Use a racket. Because yeah. real tennis players had calluses on their hands. They had iron hands. Yeah. The real thing I'm thinking here, the big difference from what I know about pickle and tennis ball, is, uh, well, pickle uses pickles, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You have to pickle the ball before you play with it. That's all I know. Which, like, you set up a game. That's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get a lot of fresh pickles, and they have to be classic dill, I think, okay. legally. You can put some garlic, a little bit of heat in there if you want mm-hmm. to. I've heard the uh, famous Spanish pickleball player, I forgot his name. He does that. He puts a lot of garlic in there. Pickle Johnson. Pickle Johnson, that's mm-hmm. right. He is, he is Spanish. <laughs> he, he is very Spanish. He's very Johnson. Spanish. <laughs> <clears throat> Which, it's glad that you bring up pickleball, because it was invented in 1965 in the state that we are all from, Washington. Are you serious? What? Yes. It was no made in Washington what? State. I thought it was like from, I would I would have thought Germany. Yeah, it was It was made because um, these two thing. white guys, Joel Pritchard and Bill Bell, uh, finished golf and went to Bainbridge Island to one of their houses and noticed that their family was bored. Are you serious? Shout yeah. out, shout out, Bainbridge. Shout out, Bainbridge. Shout out, Bainbridge. Kid. I don't know if I've ever been to Bainbridge. I'm sure I have. Yeah, I'm um, sure I have. The the families were bored, and they're like, "Well, we don't have a full set of badminton equipment, but we do have some ping pong paddles and this perforated plastic ball." Uh, so they bought out the badminton net, and with the uh, ping pong paddles and the plastic ball. Uh, they started playing with it for a little bit, and then they were like, "Well, this is kind of hard, and also <laughs> this ball bounces really well on the ground." So they lowered the net down to the ground, where we know where it is today for pickleball. So, oh, so they started with it like badminton height. Got oh, it. Geez. Yeah. So just... they were using ping pong paddles, a wiffle ball, and a badminton net. Wow. Because they didn't have, they were too poor. Because they, you know, from Bainbridge too poor to afford a tennis court yeah tennis apparatus as people from bainbridge know you're poor yeah especially after they get back from the golf course in 1965 yeah Yeah. and taking the ferry home i'm just kidding bainbridge people are not poor they have very nice houses yeah (laughs) but i mean they have to have nice houses because the first court was invented or actually i guess made uh two years later at the neighbor's house (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh, hey Jim, can I build a court over there? <laughs> sure. What kind of court do you need to uh, build there, bud? Uh, for what, pickles. What are you gonna call pickle? Yeah. Why are you calling it pickles? I bet you the, that the neighbor was like, "Why do you want to do this?" And we're like, "Well, we want to play a game that we created called pickleball." He's like, "You had me a pickle. Done." <laughs> <laughs> do Do you know why the name was pick pickled? Uh, that was uh something I didn't put down. Um. And I should have, because when I first learned about pickleball back when I was in middle school, um, they told us it was because uh, these kids had made the game and they named it after their dog, Pickles. But when I (laughs) looked it up, um, that wasn't the case. It was like 40-year-old men. uh, And yeah, they were just, you know, let's let's pickle some balls. I really hope that it has like legitimately something to do with Pickles. Like I bit uh, into a dill the, pickle. The, jo- the Joanne Pritchard guy. I guess he came up with the name pickleball as John. a reference to thrown together John. leftover non-starters in the pickle boat of crew races. So it sounds like they used to race little boats around oh. Bainbridge Island, as poor people do. Yeah. Yeah, and they had a bunch of guys that weren't very good, so they threw together a boat called the pickle boat, and that team was the first team in pickleball. Huh. A bunch of boat racers. Okay, that's really that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, um, and then you know they they wanted to really make make it a thing. So in 1972, they just made a whole corporation to secure the rights for the sport. Uh, 
you know, I, I will be honest. I think that's about as much as I looked up uh, mm. for it. Um, the, there was like a whole list of just like all the things that happened between 1972 and today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't find that that interesting. So yeah. I was, I, I, they made uh, a website back in like 1997 to sell equipment. The internet wasn't even available yet. I, it was just tubes. <laughs> little IBM little like, tubes. We made a website. Like, what the hell's a website? <laughs> oh, well, it'll it'll catch up. I mean, they had to invent the pickleball. They had to invent the internet. It was it was a really hard time Dang, for them. These guys did a lot. This is weird, man. Are you just like looking into? Yeah, you know. Okay, <laughs> it's that's a weird. That's a cautionary tale story. for our viewers. <laughs> uh, you get real deep. Looking into pickleball lore, the the pickleball lore <laughs> is vast, and especially if you are from Washington State, mm-hmm. uh, it's heavily rooted uh, within us. Um, it's kind of crazy. Did not know that. There's That's not, really cool. you know, there's a lot of rain here. You know, it's just I'm curious. <gasps> it's 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 an interesting place to start. Is that why the ball has holes in it? Probably. I think you know what my favorite part about pickleball is legally, you don't need to wear a uniform. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's like illegal. You don't have to wear a uniform. There's no no requirement at yeah, all. So yeah, power to the people. That's pretty fucking cool. I mean, that sounds so nice. I mean, you you just come from the golf course and you're like, all right, let's play some mm-hmm. pickleball. You don't even need to take your golf shoes off. That actually reminds me. I read a story recently about mm-hmm. the number one pickleballer recently played a professional golfer, uh, and just got absolutely creamed, just destroyed by this golfer. Like in pickleball? Yeah. Oh God. Which, like, you know, it's really embarrassing to be the, the number one in a sport and then just getting destroyed by a guy who, you know, plays a different sport. And he's probably hammered. Oh, he had to be. You just drink and play golf. Oh, that's so embarrassing. That's it, so shout embarrassing. out to that guy. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> so do you know why it's called the kitchen? So right behind the net, there's this little zone. And if you hit it into this zone... It's called the kitchen yeah. on a return volley. Yep. Do you know where that comes from? Uh, no, I don't. Right, I'm gonna look that up too because that mm, sounds important. It's, um, I'm assuming it's something to do with pickles, maybe. Well, it's where you, usually that's where I prepare my food if I'm in the <laughs> middle of a match because you know, you're down close to the net, so like the ball will go over you. You're not too much in the way, but yeah. Okay, and shuffleboard. Okay, and shuffleboard. There's a place. Also called the kitchen. No, never mind. Well, yeah, okay. It's not called the kitchen, but in softball, there's a similar zone where you can't hit it so, or leave the Oh, so, thing. I mean, you see, I that's the thing about the pickleball is that it was really derived from all these different things just because they didn't have they didn't have the stuff to, to play all the other things. And they were like, well, let's just combine it all together and make one sport. Yeah. Let's just th- throw it all in a pot see what happens. That's cool. I, that's such a Washington sport idea. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know what to do. dads. Yeah, and then you know you have the the inverse with uh, tennis, which was mm-hmm. mostly played by royalty. Yeah, yeah, I did know that. Yeah, um, which I mean, tennis actually killed a king once. Excuse me. Tennis <laughs> killed a king once. The 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 sport of tennis. The, well, it's kind of like. People were trying to uh, make the sport of tennis in their location better. Mm. Um, 
So it was uh, James I of Scotland in mm. 1437. Uh, he was trying to escape assassins through a drain outlet. But at the end of the drain outlet, uh, there was a structure. Was that like a sewage outlet? Or... Yeah. yeah. A, drain a storm outlet. drain outlet or something. Yeah. I mean, it's for, for the storm water, for the poop water. Like, Because mm-hmm. it, it was all the same. Yeah. It's an outlet. Uh, <laughs> it's it, also for kings of the train to escape assassins. Uh, but they uh, erected a structure there that was made to stop tennis balls that went down into like the, the system there, the outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not only did it stop tennis balls, but it stopped James the first because the assassins caught him and killed him. Ah, that's wow. Because they were too tired of losing their tennis balls. So pickleball is so unregulated; you don't have to wear uniforms. Tennis is so regulated that they make the storm drains specific to not lose tennis balls, and it killed somebody. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's the real difference right there. That is the difference. We have a bunch of. 1965 old hippies come back from the golf course listening to the Beatles smoking weed dropping acid yeah saying hey honey let's freaking hit a wiffle ball with a, a ping pong paddle right yeah best sport ever no uniforms kitchens no, nothing. that's pickles. that's so laid back but well, yeah, that just so goes to show back. like tennis is an old sport it's old times it has regulations and rules and it has to be a certain way because of royalty do you think yeah. anyone's ever modified a, a drain, a storm drain, to stop pickleballs from rolling down? No, because they don't play by drains, probably. Yeah. But maybe. I think they're just smarter than old-timing tennis people. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I, I feel like people in the 1400s weren't really just like, hmm, should we move this court away from the drain outlet? Mm, no. But that will go into the crops and other other 1940 1400 things so why'd the king try escaping through a storm drain well i you know i was i was really thinking about that like there there's a lot of people that escape out of drains and stuff or like through tunnels in general Mm -hmm. um trying to usually it's from like assassins or like people trying to like find them like like cops or something and is that uh, why there's grates over drains i think that's one tennis balls that's one reason. It's I, I think the tennis ball came before the escaping assassins. Well, mm. l- let me rephrase that. No, it's the other way around. You because, think assassins were first? Well, yeah, because why would the king exit out of the drain if he didn't think that was going to work? Like, He's like, yeah, you know, I can get out of here. And then they're like, well, we're making this for tennis. And he's like, ah, approved. I need my tennis balls to stay. He forgot. That's a slip up. That's, forgot. that's probably something that he got the... The, the not paper the papyrus the scroll one of the many scrolls stacking up and in his office he was just like you know what dude i'm tired Too of being king it. sign it get this out of my face i'm done and then now he was stuck in the whole the hubris <laughs> the hubris in the situation wow okay that that's very interesting actually huh. yeah i like and, that a lot and i i think you know that's that's also one reason why uh pickleball compared to tennis like tennis i i think was really popular back you know before pickleball was really played everywhere i don't think pickleball was actually played in every state until sometime around the 90s Mm. uh 1990s oh yeah not like the 1490s like tennis and stuff (laughs) they played it in the 1490s then there was a bit of a lull (laughs) and then they had to reinvent it in the 60s that's pretty cool so what's easier you know, that was what I was wondering. I, I think pickleball is probably easier um, just because of the fact that pickleball is also, like, 
used very widely when it comes to the older population of people. Yeah. Um, even though there can be a, a high skill cap where you do need to be moving a lot, uh, when you learn the basics of pickleball and uh, just kind of get the motions down, you can kind of be not moving too fast in the same space mm-hmm. and still hit the ball and have a good time and kind of exercise your, your bones and your joints. Your bones. I usually just let my bones play. I sit on the sideline and my my skeleton does it. Yeah, just a little mush. Yeah. I'm like in the corner. Those are some mouth noises for you. Well, that is cool. I like that a lot. I actually like that's. I did not know that it was invented in Washington. Oh, it's the it's the state sport of Washington. Wow. Uh, signed nice. signed into law uh, actually only a couple of years ago. Are you kidding me? No, it's we have one of those. Yeah, like, huh? Which is also kind of weird, like how there's like oh the state bird, the state color, the state tree, and now mm-hmm. there's like the state sport. Hmm. But Washington State podcast is what's the difference as well yes yeah shout out washington state that's not true not yet mm. but it will be one day we'll take over mm-hmm. we'll take uh, over but pickleball was the fastest growing sport from 2021 to 2023 mm. and it's continuing to grow um i, I think i they, love pickleball mm-hmm. they're they're saying like there's i think around like eight million people above the age of eight who are playing pickleball in the u.s jeez which okay. I also kind of want to figure out. out how they get that number. It's like, do you play pickleball? I'm seven. Oh, sorry. Count them out. Yeah, no. This kid doesn't know. He just eats pickleballs. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't taste like a pickle. It's like, that's nice, honey. Oh, thanks, babe. All right. <laughs> Stay over there. <laughs> well, uh, you said eight million? I, I think it's about eight million is what I was reading for twenty twenty three. So there's which... two hundred and thirty one million people who play Fortnite in the U.S. alone. That yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, I was just checking. I just think that's a lot. That's crazy. But uh, <laughs> I I mean you know it. Pickleball. I would say it's a lot easier to play Fortnite than it is to play pickleball because I mean pickleball you need at the very least a wiffle ball, two paddles of some sort. I mean you know they played with ping pong paddles but there mm-hmm. are p- pickleball paddles which are a little bit bigger ping pong paddles yeah and you know, my uh my gym's opening a pickleball court three courts i think Jeez. yeah really nice that, ones too. the what's that place the volley that's like volley yeah we got pickleball. a new yeah Vol- that's yeah. crazy and not to mention like uh i think actually uh mount vernon uh which has a very high retirement population mm. They have the most um, people playing pickleball in the U.S. Damn. No like, kidding. Based on the statistics of how many people are trying to get the courts that are in there, they have the like the most people trying to get those courts. I think Washington has the highest percentage of old white people <laughs> who don't have a pool. They don't necessarily do have Pilates. to just be white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, I, you know. <laughs> I think we can all agree it's pretty white. <laughs> yeah, because they do live forever, and it's always yeah. bad guys, and they're like, uh, "Why mm-hmm. stupid old white like people?" And well, it's because they're playing pickleball and moving their. Just saying, I could see That's Bill Gates playing pickleball. I he probably was playing pickleball when it was first being a thing. He was probably actually there at the Bainbridge. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, probably his buddies on Bainbridge Island because he owned Bainbridge. I'm, I mean, I think it's something. If Bill Gates got tired of reading books and couldn't play tennis anymore. Because old, 
Cause, cause old. Cause old. <laughs> Pickleball would be Pickleball. right in line. Well, I think that's, that's the beauty cool, of it. though. Like, to think about it as if you grow up playing tennis as a youngin, and you play tennis through your teens and 20s and 30s and whatever, like, you can still play what would you call that a, a paddle ball game uh a racket sport yeah i like paddle ball game better. paddle ball game is paddle better. ball game but you can still play that when you're a thousand years old and like you've passed the age where you should not be driving anymore but you can still play pickleball that's cool yeah i i think we'll probably see in the next even just the next couple of years a lot of retirement areas just painting and paving pickleball mm-hmm. courts oh yeah we should plow them plow houses down just to you know one court per community okay yeah. every every other house gets demoed mm-hmm. i think would be oh, a good wow. one. yeah that's a good idea yeah. yeah well yeah i mean you if there's there's a lot of people wanting to play you don't want to just be waiting yeah gotta have multiple courts what are the rules with that whose turn is it you know and when it's whoever doesn't pay their bills on time i think and if there's no uniforms which is cool <laughs> which i don't know fine. which team is yours <laughs> I, I think by the side of the the net that you're on, you mm. should be probably on the same team. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's it's not like um, Cornhole, where opposite person, you know, your, your teammate's on the other side. I've never understood that, by the way. It's so you can punch your uh, opponent in the face sometimes, slap their ass, whatever you want to do. Just pluck the spider out of, just, out of the so air. <laughs> a lowly spider coming is down. It, I had to. Is, is pickleball in the Olympics? Uh, not yet, but with the traction that it's gaining, I could definitely see it. I mean, you know, you just talked about, uh, you know, uh, Fortnite having 230 million people playing in, in the U.S. Uh, and now they're stir- slur- ah, blah, blah, you starting to get um, esports into the Olympics. Electronic sports in the Olympics, yeah. But I thought like it was its own category. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird, huh? Yeah, so they they move part of the field and just set up monitors and computers and like, all right, let's I, watch this on your TV, guys. They honestly, just sit in a circle. Honestly, I think they have it like either a week before or a week after the main Olympics. So it's not as heavily televised and watched, but that makes sense. Um, you know, it's it will become a bigger thing because I mean the individual games have huge events. Mm. They make a lot of money too. That's, that's crazy. True. It's just, they're probably gonna be like, wow. I'm sure that's there. why the they want to get on board. So if there's like a summer Olympics, I don't know, in wherever Antarctica. Are they going to have the whole EA or the whole electronic sports team come down there and play Rocket League? I would think so, yeah. They're gonna I go mean, down there too. I, if, huh. I don't know. I doubt it. It might be too hot down here for them <laughs> if they do that. But that's true. They, they can't get their endless supply of monsters. Oh, they, they will bring the endless supply of monster. Their whole team is just penguins. Says <laughs> 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 right. Jim, he's number one in the world. <laughs> All right. That is kind of cool. Uh, have you guys ever heard the, the, I don't know if you'd call it a theory or um, the idea that the Olympics, like Olympians, insane athletes, incredible. I'm not going to take that away from them, but like 
I, I would rather watch the Olympics if it was like the Hunger Games to where you just like some <laughs> random person got chosen to do the... The Volunteer's Tribute. Yeah, like you get like 38-year-old geriatric because his knees are blown out. Jerry has to do the pole vault or whatever. I would watch the shit out of that. Are you kidding me? Average Joe's Just people with problems people from you ha- like no yeah, matter what. It's like yeah. the um, it's like jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> You're legally obliged. You're right? legally <laughs> obliged. Yeah. yeah, I love that idea. That's such a great idea. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of there for that. I think we should start forcing people to do more things. Yeah. Taxes are just a start. We need people to physically put their body on the line. I'm not yeah. talking about war. I'm talking no, about that's an outdated sporting, idea. sporting war. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. We should prove our dominance to other countries with athleticism. Yeah, not and like we're sending the best of the best. On average, on average, we're, we're just so much better than you. That would be a big point. It's like, though, not only in the past were we better than you, we're now on average better than you. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're making it happen. We'd probably lose horribly. Well, yeah. We're quite obese. We're, we're quite <laughs> obese. Yeah. Our country's well, quite obese. That's what I'm saying, like, entertainment-wise. I think that would be... That's such a cash grab that's being missed, for sure. Uh, yeah, any of the gymnastics. You should go on Shark Tank. Don't even bring... For a concept. Just say, <laughs> here's a concept for you. It's like, how, how much steak do you want in it? And they're like... In, in what? <laughs> do, you, do you have a business plan? I'm going to the tippy top and I'm, I'm stopping by here first, all right? This is a uh, yeah. This is a nice thing I'm doing for you. If you say no, it's on you. Right. Right. Come back. You snooze, you lose. Sharks. Yeah. This is my elevator pitch. And boy, is it digging to go up. This shark tank just got cracked by my elbow. And you guys are... Because I'm an overweight Olympian. <laughs> <laughs> we should do it with X Games, too. You have to hop on a dirt bike and do a double backflip. Man, I mean, yeah. even just the people mm-hmm. go, being able if they go down the ramp and like, because I mean, those ramps are giant. So just to see one person just go down and then just if they could land, it's like gold medal. Mm-hmm. Gold, you right? You it's it. like you get a medal because you survived. <laughs> That's what X Games is. X Games is can you be living afterwards? And the Olympics is like, can you run slightly faster than the average person? Yeah, both different age brackets and everything. You know. And then or there's not, also the difference sports, not, you know, 15 versus 60 might be fun. I mean, hey, it's It'd average, be... right? So, and you get paid, you get paid well. That's the thing too. Is like, if you yeah. do it, you get paid like an Olympian. I think you should be paid. Um, if you sprain something or like tear muscle, break a bone, like if you get injured at all, mm-hmm. that gets fully paid. No, we'll for take it. care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're going to get so much money coming in from mm-hmm. people watching that. Like, look at this idiot trying to run. Oh my God. We should make clips. NFL so teams. Good. With random people as well. NFL teams. That's I. That's another mm-hmm. thing I came up with. I didn't come up with that. I, <laughs> I wanted to say that, but I didn't come up with it. But yeah, it's like just take random people, like the like the draft. Like, you're, you're <laughs> going to the one, one day when our population's a little too big. We're gonna do that. We're gonna start drafting people to individual sports games. Sure, Hunger okay. Games. They might not kill each other, but we're gonna definitely put them into competition with each other. I say prop it off of it. Ameri- American Gladiator. That was some good stuff. Ooh. That's what you call a tangent. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. You want me to pop?
pause it. Do you want to pause it real quick? <laughs> I don't know if you want me yeah, to say that. I can go back, you know. Oh, yeah, true. I mean, we can okay. we can also cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got to pee. Okay. So. <laughs> cool. Be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, Coley P. It's great. He did great. Nice job, Coley. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that, guys. It was difficult. I asked him to grab me a fuzzy drink. A fizzy drink. <laughs> a fuzzy <laughs> drink. But he, went, he just went outside. That's a moldy drink, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you got any of them drinks with fuzz on top. <laughs> um, kombucha? Yeah. <laughs> you like kombucha too? You can eat the scoby if you want. <laughs> I will eat the whole thing. I need water. I don't understand how people. That's. You don't like kombucha? No, I like kombucha, oh. but like Jesus. What? The, the, you make it with slime. I used to make. It's disgusting. It's cool. I think it's fantastic. It's fucking weird. You're when right. you drink it's not it. Disgusting though. I mean, it's like a giant live organism the size of a football. And you peel its layers off. You know, like it's like a weird mushroom top that lives in liquid. But it's fucking cool. Yeah, and that's not disgusting? No. That's pretty gross. Yeah. Okay. If it had like eyes and said, Ian, I love you. No! <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, buddy, I'm sorry. A little messed up, around. but I don't know. At least you'd feel a little bit better. Just like, finally, the, the talking is over. <laughs> Make more kombucha and then you can live. <laughs> you come, bitch. You come, bitch. Kombucha. So, yeah. My mom always used to call it kombucha. I'd be like, is it? Is that what it is? Kombucha. Cam, like K-A-M-bucha. That's what it's fun to say. Kombucha. Y'all got any of that kombucha? <laughs> it's like, like, never mind. Kombucha company in Canada called Kombucha. Kombucha. You son of a booch. <laughs> That's, That's a pretty good one. Oh, we're really good at puns. Yeah. So. We are, we are pretty Puns good. are fun. All right. Guys. Are we uh, back in order? Sure. Go for it. Okay. All right. Well, um, after that little break, I'm going to start my topic. What is That's, yes. We got to have, once we get Okay. So my topic is, what is the difference between being a specialist at one thing, like knowing everything about brain surgery being the best what's the difference between that and knowing how to do everything else kind of okay so i i like this topic because it reminded me of the quote um let me get this right so i don't look like an idiot i do not have it pulled up it's a master a jack of all trades is a master of none but oftentimes better than a master of one and it rhymed. It it does, yeah. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Right? It's nice mm -hmm. how it just kind of rolls off the tongue. Mm -hmm. But uh, at least when I was younger, I would always hear it as a jack of all trades is a master of none. And that was it. You didn't hear the second part. So people always thought it was like, oh, that's don't be a jack of all trades, I guess, because then you're not good at anything. But it's like, well, no, you're good at a bunch of things. You're just not a specialist. Mm -hmm. And I think the difference with those, like I, I can appreciate being good at a bunch of different things because you have so many more options to be, I, 
know, use, you're just more flexible. Like if you're, if you're a really good brain surgeon, that's great. You're doing that. You're going to get a ton of money. You're going to fix brains, but I don't know. I would, I would like to be more widely used. So people are like, I need my door and sink and also my foundation of my house fixed. I don't know why these are all construction related, but because <laughs> that's the trades you do. <laughs> a lot that is, tra- yeah, I do. See, I, I don't I, fix foundations. Please don't call me for that. I don't want to do that. I and a lot of people probably would agree that most of us normal people are probably more of a jack of all trades kind of person. Mm-hmm. The people who are usually really good at one thing, like really good, if you're saying master, mm-hmm. are extremely successful in that one thing. Yeah, whether it's surgery musicians actors whatever it may be mm-hmm. um and that's i think a lot of people get really jealous of those kind of guys that just kind of know what they always wanted to do and did it mm-hmm. and dedicated themselves to that and now make a lot of money or whatever it is doing that one thing mm-hmm. I, I think, think a lot really of that cool. jealousy comes from the fact that it's like dude you're raking in it's six money. figures it's popularity it's, it's popular right. yeah because right because yeah. then you're recognized as like you're the guy you're the individual that is good at mm-hmm. whatever it is. But I mean, I mean, if, if somebody's really good at doing kitchen sink repairs, no one's going to know that person. No. Maybe locally, whatever. But, but the guys who are really good at that one thing, they're going to know the kitchen sink guys because they're going to be like, oh, I have so much money. Just... And I, I think I'm pretty good at so, like a decent amount of things, but I'm not very good at anything, which is it sucks sometimes. And I try to focus on those things. But it always like shocks me when I see, for example, a celebrity who's like a famous actor with millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I see a video of them being really good at surfing or something too, right? Yeah. And that's like, damn, that's fucking cool because not only did you master that, you mastered that too. And so some people are just fucking good at everything. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the step though. Like that's be really the, yeah. good at, at one thing, get a shitload of money. And then work on the next thing. And then you can use that boatload of money to do all these other mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yeah, I mean... But, What's his face? Uh, High School Musical. Zac Efron. Yeah. Yeah. Really good at. Uh, what's it? Uh, his body. His body. <laughs> <laughs> really good at working out. Really good at acting. Uh, has a, his own TV show where he travels the world and tries different food and shit. Does he really? Like, yeah. No, I feel like everybody has just, one of those shows. He's cultured and I travel the world and follow mm. me and look how fucking cool I am. I'm tanning shit. Money. 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 So. That's where jealousy lies, I think, is like being really good at one thing and making a lot of money and being mm. able to use that. I mean, shit, guys that are famous YouTubers can start a podcast and immediately become famous in that because they yeah. have a following or Instagram famous or, you know, anything. Yeah. yeah, having that popularity. I mean, you can look at, um, you know, some of the big podcasts, um, the, the like the H3 podcast started out as YouTube channel and then they mm-hmm. said, hey, you know, we're going to do podcasting. And now they don't really YouTube at all. They transitioned over to podcast that's where the the money's at that's where they're finding a lot of traction Mm -hmm. but started out by having having some talent and finding the right audience Hmm. and there's also like yeah you might be really good at something but you might have been the right time right place kind of thing as well so that's true that is a big aspect of like Mm -hmm. oh okay you know i'm good at this thing and it just so happens to be popular right now so i'll Mm -hmm. Ride that train till she departs or de- 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 derails. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> until I have to get off the until, train. <laughs> until they find me in the overhead cabin with no ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and, and only one sock. <laughs> wet sock, one wet sock. What are you doing up there? Uh, I, uh, I had a ticket before somewhere. Because <laughs> I, I know people who are really good at things and they're mm-hmm. not famous. 
they're better at things than other people that are famous. Yeah. So that comes down to, yeah, you're a master of that, but you're also a master of being recognized and, you know, time well, and place. So. Okay. Yeah. That leads me to another sort of on the same topic. Like, would you rather be famous for one thing or not famous and be good at like a ton of different stuff? Like, it could be anything you want, like trades. It could be sports. It could be, like, you're a skydiving pianist. I. It doesn't matter. But like, would you rather be, well, that one famous actor, or, like, have access to everything and you can do it? I mean, if well. I'm if I'm able, like we said earlier, to like transition into something else after that, then yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, would, I would say even if you don't transition, like you know, if you like. For me, I would probably want to, uh, I don't know, I could be like the, the world's greatest pianist mm-hmm. and go travel the world, uh, you know, just playing the piano. Mm-hmm. But then when I try to make a microwave, uh, you know, macaroni cup, it catches on fire. <laughs> like, right. So you, know, you can, you can, do <laughs> you're bad at microwaving, man. <laughs> man, I didn't mean to tell you, you're just really bad at putting things in the microwave. Like you and microwaves, man. Just stick I'm to I've got to replace my microwave piano. four times, dude. Because I don't know, it's just it, I feel like to to get to that level of of mastering something, you know, they they say like ten thousand hours, mm-hmm. or you know, you had to do something ten thousand times to be to be a master of it. Um, I don't have the dedication to do that. I mm-hmm. I find myself um, doing a lot of different things, having a bunch of hobbies, and then just falling off because I'm like, oh, this is hard. I, I didn't realize it was going to be this hard to be a master as I put in three hours. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, even if you have like that kind of mindset or you're ADD as fuck, which a lot of people are, I think it's cool to be able to like put the same amount of dedication into different categories and just be like an overall dedicated kind of person. Right. Then you're just good at being dedicated no matter what it is. Yeah. You can put your mind to it, do it, be somewhat successful. Maybe you're not the best, you know, but... I think there's something to be said about being really good at a bunch of things and just like mm-hmm. constantly improving, trying, and maybe one of those things you catch a break in, and then because of that break, you put more effort into that, you know. Well, you could say too that like even if you're you're trying to be just average at everything, you know, you're not specifically good at one, say like dirt biking. Would you not then be a master of dedication? Exactly, because you just want to be better at a bunch of different things yeah and i think that helps too like for another example dirt biking uh if you're good at mountain biking coley likes to dirt i like to dirt that's why i keep saying that yeah you guys do it it's fun it goes bing bing (laughs) (laughs) um like there are certain skills that snowboarding and um surfing those skills kind of mesh and God, I was going to say skiing and water skiing, but that's like basically the same thing. So they still mesh. I mean, you know, there's a difference. Yeah, there's a big, yeah. What is it? I don't know. That's I, not the topic. Uh, one has water, one has frozen water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm mountain biking, dirt biking. If I do one, I get better at the other. It just yeah. happens. It's just natural. Yeah. So, like, why would you automatically not want to just improve? those skills and cross train yeah. with other things and yeah. sure like if that your outcome is you're just sort of good at it i think you'd be, I, yeah being better at multiple things would be i mean it's like it's, if you're having fun you're gonna want to do it like i yeah. i 
if someone's trying to get really good at one thing because they're like trying to get back at somebody or like prove their dad that they're not just a waste of space like maybe <laughs> you know that's a good reason for their whatever dedication to something um you see a lot of like professional baseball players or whatever have children who also become professional baseball players yeah uh, why probably because genetically they're gifted with that but also because they grew up with a father who wanted them to do it who taught yeah. them how to do it and they fell in love and they did it or right? maybe they didn't even like you know they didn't have the kid and they're like you you better be a baseball player it's like that's mm-hmm. you grow up with baseball that's it yeah, exactly. that's all you do is grow up with baseball yeah, and same with shit anything snowboarding fucking underwater basket weaving somebody who's good at that yeah and is uh raises a child in that environment they're probably gonna catch on mm-hmm. so some people like i guess that's time and place too is like you're born with that you're born with one the money and like the ability to go out there and do it with time and space and like maybe you go to a private club and you learn how to do it there and you have the best coach in the world because your dad can afford it it comes down to anything but it's like if someone's really good at a bunch of shit and they never really had that kind of opportunity mm-hmm. and they're just dedicated to learning and having fun that is i'd rather be that kind of person yeah but i'm trying to be famous and rich too yeah i, I get the appeal yeah if anybody out there wants to support us financially, yeah uh, yeah ten thousand hours is uh to master something they, they say ten ten thousand hours which i mean that's that's a lot of hours it's about ten okay so each hour uh, is about one episode so we're gonna have to put out ten thousand episodes to really kind of catch some traction here all right Bear with I, us i think we can do that yeah 10, hang, hang on for the ride the 10,000th episode, we're just going to think our ideas, and you'll understand it. Just you... skip to the 10,000th episode. Don't even listen to the first. Yeah. 9,999. Well, you should still do that. Do that. <laughs> we Definitely do, do that. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate it for sure. But, but you know. Yeah, I think yeah. that's just kind of a <laughs> fun a concept. Time. Like, I don't know. I, I'm curious to, to see, though. Like, if you went out on the street and asked that question to just normal people, like, would you rather be really good at one thing or okay at a bunch of different things? How many people would actually say, like, oh, I want to be a professional ice cream scooper? No one would say that. Well, I know, like, literally no one would say that. Okay, well, we'll say cyclist. Like, would you be, would you want to be, like, the world's best cyclist? Kind of cool. Yeah, like the Lance Armstrong without the drugs, and the, uh, the boosters, the blood doping, the blood doping, and losing a testicle so yeah. that you have better aerodynamics. Yeah, is that why he lost his testicle? No, he had testicular cancer. <laughs> I, I know. I was just. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's actually where you think. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, Michael Phelps thought about it. We but... should do. Yeah, yeah. 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 About biking? <laughs> no. Or losing his testicle for hydrodynamics. Yeah. But, but they kind of act like a little like <clears throat> propeller. Yeah, I've heard that the swimmers can train their testicles to swim too. Yeah. yeah. An they, extra flipper. They spin like a rotor. Oh. Is that what it is? Yeah. So you can train yourself uh, to get like up to like four or five rotations. And then once it's like really t- like tightly wound, then you can uh, release them. So and it's, it's in, brr, yeah. intentional mm. testicular torsion. Yeah. Yes. Those guys go to great lengths. Yeah. 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 Any anything to eke out an extra, you know, half half second off your time. Mm-hmm. That's like how he won. He wins by a finger length. It's just his little balls go. He's like, oh yeah, got it. One. A little tense at the end there, dude. Speaking right of to the wall. testicular torsion, I had it once. That's nuts. That's yeah, <laughs> there. You go. That was my joke for the. That was my one joke for the whole podcast. You got balls, dude. You got balls. I got balls for saying that joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
that's crazy well yeah so that's kind of the end of it i mean it's more of a concept than like a real thing but i guess that's sort of what this show is about yeah i mean you know that's that's something also like you brought up a good point like if you just ask people that question like what are they gonna be i was thinking like you know i feel like we're all jacks of all trades masters Mm -hmm. of none yeah um so you know we were leaning more towards how we're living Mm -hmm. how would someone that is a master of something kind of lean towards you know would they be like ah you know i wish i spent more time learning how to cook Mm. um instead of being this badass football player that is that's a good thing if i ever meet a celebrity like that i'm gonna ask him stay tuned to the future when we have youtube shorts going around asking celebrities what what else they wish they could have done with their life our our first guest dj khaled (laughs) (laughs) sir uh let's start off what do you even do (laughs) another one another one okay so you can you cook another one okay and that was our guest yep how are you good at eating pussy we the best with music Okay, he's got a point, though. He's got a fair point. Okay. Just yeah. be the best. I like that, I like that topic. Nice job, Coley. Thank you. That's us clapping. That's not us yeah. winking it. That's clapping. It sounded like winking it. It's just, it's not that. Well, you know what? That We know what that was, but the listener can use their imagination. Okay. Yeah, We're yeah. not going to kink shame. I'm not going to tell what it was. If that's their kink is hearing strange sounds on podcasts and turning them sexual... We don't kink shame. I Not d- around I here. D- I definitely kink shame. Dude, if you're in a suitcase, if you're trying porn, to get golden showers, dude, you're super weird. You're weird. Why are you trying to get peed on? You know. Well, maybe it's a survival situation thing. Like, what if you're cold? Well, yeah. Well, no. That's. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. Just put a layer on. Don't pee. They are on somebody. Is well, then your layer's just... all wet, and the wind makes it colder. Just wait, dude. You're going to be out in the woods somewhere, and you're like, God damn it, I just wish somebody would pee on me. Please pee on me. I'm not going to be there to pee on you. I'm not going to be on that. (laughs) You're not going to be there to pee on me? No. You're telling me you don't have my back anymore? No, I'm I'm taking Bear Grylls' his genius ideas, and I'm killing a snake, skinning it, turning it into a giant tube, peeing in that, and then drinking my own urine out of that. Is that what he says? That legitimately is on a Man vs. Wild episode. Taking a stick, peeling it, peeing yeah. it, and wow. Yeah, he turns it into a giant, like, condom-looking thing, pees in it, and then straps it on his back. I'm just going to bring a hand warmer or two. <laughs> oh, you don't like the, you know, like the snake hot bag? No, I don't, I don't like that bag, that hot bag. Oh, do you want to share my snake bag? It's pretty warm. <laughs> like, no. You can drink it, too. It's I'm crazy. afraid of snakes. I'm not going to go up and grab a snake and then kill it. One. Two. It's going to kill me. Three. How do you skin a snake? Uh, cut around the head and then you can just like okay. peel the you just yeah that's what I was going to say that makes sense actually just peel it off yeah peel it yeah, yeah like a, like a giant banana it. yeah okay that's a fun fact about that episode I think it was in Australia hmm. that sounds like an Australian thing yeah that I, sounds like an Australian thing yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember that vividly because yeah, A it's so weird but also I had a giant bowl of uh, Honey Nut Cheerios and I sat down and before I even ate them, I watched that and I was like, well, I don't want this bowl of Cheerios anymore. <laughs> and I've never denied honey. Don't peel a snake and survive with your snake balloon because you'll lose your appetite and never eat again. Just get a Eating water bottle, dummy. <laughs> what the hell? Don't pee in a water bottle because then it's going to be gross to drink out. Yeah, then you have to clean it. 
I'd rather just, uh, I watched Revenant, you know, I know how to survive. Find the nearest bear or bull. <laughs> find, find a bear, <laughs> take its water bottle. Kill it. Or, yeah, yeah. Kill it, skin it, or don't skin it. Kill it, peel its insides out, pull yeah, them out, hide inside of its insides. Yeah, there you go. Hide inside of its wall of flesh. It's insulating. It's insulating. They got that fat on them. Or if you're near your closest friend, just peel them open. Yeah. Inside of them. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm cold. I, I, yeah. I got to cut you open. Yeah. That's all right, dude. You... That's okay. I got my snake. Yeah. <laughs> I got my snake hot bag. But careful my goddamn spleen, man. Oh, <laughs> Don't pop my snake bag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I don't. Don't that pop guy's... my snake bag. Don't... That, that guy's crazy. I wonder if that's all real. I wonder if he's actually doing that shit. Or if oh, he's just like no. reading things. And he's like, oh, did you know you could do this? No. I mean, like some of... I don't know if like don't take the snake bag thing into the wild with you. I don't know if that's a great idea. It You could survive on that, sure. So his ideas are real, like the tips and tricks and whatnot. Those skills are real, but he will like... Pee in a snake. Pee in a snake. Or like, Do you think he pops up off his pillow and has like a, like a journal? <gasps> I found one. And he's like, oh, peel the snake. I'm gonna well, I think the concept is like you, you have a container for water. No, I get it. I, but like, yeah, it's where a snake. Come up with this shit? But who who the fuck is out there in the wild? That kind of like wild. So far, I've who's only getting, ever seen survival experts try to do that. Who's getting cold where there's snakes? Like a desert. Yeah, desert gets cold. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't night. go to the fucking desert at night unless you have like a campsite and a fire. Bring a sleeping bag. Bring a sleeping God bag. Dingus. Don't go out there by yourself. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know how this is happening. I think you watch All too right. much TV. So let's say you're in Australia, right? It, it can be a little hard to get to some places and there's a place that you really want to go and so you hop onto a tiny tiny little plane and uh, the person that's flying the plane's like yeah you know we're probably about uh, 50 kilometers from anything in civilization oh no i'm having a heart attack <laughs> plane goes down plane okay down. plane crashes you yeah that's survive. that's the only they thing. have a heart attack yeah. and you forgot to do cpr and you don't have any of the paddles to bring them back to life. Just so it's just later. you, 50 kilometers away from any civilization, and some snakes. You gotta pee in snake, dude. That's the only option. I'm seeing what you're saying. It's yeah. the only option. Okay. I'm saying... Find the captain's dead body and hide in it. Yes. And fill it with snake, snake bags. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. I, there was another show, this is all on Discovery Channel, that was kind of about that stuff. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was it was like a, a, a survival expert and his wife would go out and do these different things. And just like, God damn it, Jim, fine, fine. I, just wanna, I was going to watch the well, it wasn't Real like, Housewives of Bel-Air again. But it I guess wasn't like them bickering the whole time. It was just like, well, I don't want to do this. It's like, pee and snake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. But... They did children that. are off school soon. God damn it, Jim. Just be in the snake. We'll be home. <laughs> it was it, I, like he drank urine. Cool. And she, <laughs> right. And he was like, yeah, that's how you survive. And so she did it and got like violently ill. Like she was shaking. She drank her own piss. Yeah. She drank her own urine or it was his or something. It was, it was gross. Whatever the fuck it was, but just became violently ill. Anyway, don't drink your urine. Put it in a snake first. If you if you snake really first. have snake to, like if you're like I'm going to die, I'm seeing God already. Mm-hmm. Piss. 
and drink it. Fine, whatever. You're gonna die anyway, probably. So try to not die as much as possible. I, I would, but don't drink your own piss. I wouldn't drink it. You yeah, could, I, you could go to a, a river or a to mud. <laughs> drink mud. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's like trying to drink peanut butter. <laughs> it's like trying to drink peanut butter. The chunky can. Anyway, that's some fun stuff. Yes. Uh, Eamon, you have a topic for us. Oh, yeah, we're kind of running out of time here, so this is actually perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of more of a TSA. <laughs> a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make you take your shoes off, take your stuff out of your bag, uh, take your coat off. All you listeners, put everything in the box. Well, so this is pretty straightforward, but I just was curious, I guess mostly about the cost of eating out versus cooking at home. The reason I brought this up is because I just had Taco Bell for the first time in a while. I'm lactose intolerant. The girl at the drive-thru said, you want extra chicken and extra sour cream on everything? And I panicked and I said yes to everything. Mm. I got there. It was like 20 bucks for three burritos. Way more than normal. So that sucked. Uh, I, I get there. I, I grab it. I eat it, right? I'm slurping out the contents because it's just pure liquid, essentially. Mm. Sour cream, ground-up chicken. Does you it know, you... it was a pretty subpar experience. Does it make you think of something, though? My poop? I don't know. No. But makes you think of the snake bag, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was warm. <laughs> See? <laughs> Bur- burritos are urine snake bags. <laughs> anyway, it got me thinking. Um you know, the average person eats out probably three or four times a week, which is pretty wild. I made that up, but I'm pretty sure that's true as I looked it up last week. I probably am wrong. Not me. You got ever. Panda Express right now, yeah. No, nope, I've never done that. Looks well, like you're holding up Panda Express cup right now. Yeah, that was yesterday. Josh, yeah. when's the last time you had fast food? Two days ago. Okay, and I have fast food today. Mm. So that's three encounters of fast food within two days. It's convenient between three boys. But not very healthy. It's not healthy. So it's not healthy. One, everybody knows that, right? You can't fucking justify that. It's not. Did you know the Subway bread is actually considered a cake? nutritionally it's so full of sugar it's considered cake and that's the healthy spot well we were led to believe that was the healthy spot it's it's a healthy spot if you're trying to be a pedophile a deep cut (laughs) i mean that makes sense though you know kids like cake damn they should have seen it coming yeah (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, uh, the, the, the point I'm making here is I think that um, everybody should be cooking at home as opposed to eating out. But I do understand how it can be okay to eat out occasionally. Today, I got really tired and lazy, and I just didn't want to make anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to the store, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people make the argument for eating out because they buy a bunch of food, cook it, and then don't eat all of it. And it goes to waste, and they mm-hmm. end up spending more money anyway. Which, I would tell those people, you can make smaller portions of things. You can do that. You can also make everything and prep. You can also get just what you need. You start figuring out a routine, what you like, mm-hmm. you know. And if you really don't want to make that much food, you can go buy frozen burritos. And it's probably still better than Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Or you could do the old lady thing. Like, you freeze a bunch of shit. Yeah. Like, make a, yeah. make a huge thing of rice break it up into chunks 
like individual portions and you can freeze those or you freeze the whole thing and then break off chunks whatever you want to do count your rice individually I don't know. <laughs> or something like that but you can have like just rice portions and then you get some vegetables like peppers and green beans and stuff and saute onions or whatever so you get a little vegetable saute you get some frozen rice that you just heat up real quick and there you go mm-hmm. it's good to go it's good, nice good to good you know yeah there's there's so many other other options but i i do think the the whole you know i'm i'm tired i don't have a lot of time you know grabbing grabbing some fast food um i think is a way to go i think mm-hmm. one thing that really gets people is that they see fast food as a reward mm. you know i oh, i had a hard week i you know it's friday i i've been just working too long too hard i'm gonna go get get me some chipotle get me some yeah. taco bell get me some mcdonald's whatever mm-hmm. you know whatever your vice is just a little bit of cheat it's, it's my little cheat meal <laughs> Just go out, get a bunch of ingredients, make a bunch of things, mm-hmm. you know, you'll start learning how to have less waste. And it's super gratifying to cook your own food and get good at it. Yeah. And have it taste just as good as a restaurant, if not better. Restaurants don't give a fuck about your health. They're just out there to make it taste good so you come back. Yeah. They're going to load up with tons of polyunsaturated fats and sugars and stuff. And you're not going to, you know, you all pick your own poisons, but I think it's important to... MSG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important to, it's important to like... Learn how to survive yourself. Yeah, survive we, yourself. Yes, we already <laughs> we already have grocery stores. Just go get some get some food from there. Yeah. I think it's okay to be lazy sometimes and play Call of Duty and then have chips and Taco Bell. But it's really good. I'm it's telling you right now, good. this has been an hour of holding back the wettest, the wettest poopy. Mm. Well, if you need to <clears throat> uh, unhold your uh, wettest poopy. Uh, we can we can sign off here. Just think about that. Think about that. So, thank you for listening to this episode of What's the Difference? Next week, we'll be discussing uh, tips versus getting paid more, mm. getting gifts on your birthday versus Christmas. I love my birthday. I and love it. weight mine. training versus body weight fitness. For all the 15-year-old Monster Energy Drinks listeners we got out there. Yeah, you have to be named Kyle. Tune in next week, Max. Kyle and no matter what, your Brad. mom hates your haircut. It's just a thing. <laughs> Kyle will understand. Uh, if you'd like to, you can connect with us via Twitter, Threads, Instagram, and TikTok, YouTube, or Reddit by searching for What's the Diff Podcast. It's us. If you want to hear yourself on the podcast, leave us a voicemail at 802-884-3553. Or you can send us a voice clip or just an email at hello, what's the diff at gmail.com. That's still also us. It's all us. All of that is us. And, and it could be you. It's you guys too. Yeah. Because so, we are nothing without you guys. So, For real. Thank you for listening. Thank and you we will see you next week. Same Bye. time. Same place. Bye.